0: There goes another twenty year old. Holy shit, I hate those guys. Gotta twenty year old. Somebody have these twins. like can figure it out, Ricky. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't fucking touch me. Fucking touch me. Happy one hundred episodes. Happy one hundred episodes. One hundred episodes down in just a couple of years that's a lot
1: it's been uh what two
0: almost two and a half years congratulations hey cheers good on you good on you for sticking to it cheers
1: is there on too many jams show about all things 20 year old with help from experts <laughs> friends and Oh, yeah shit <laughs> <laughs> With Without from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences,
0: you yep, to. Uh, sh-
1: <laughs> <laughs> you think hundred episodes? Do you think we'd have? You it think
0: we'd have we, we hope to shed some light on those issues that leave our age group lost and
1: confused. So, is saying it back and forth, word for word, like that, is kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of like saying the alphabet backwards. In some mm-hmm. ways, yeah. Z Y X V U T S R Q. You're one of those people. Can you do it? I don't know.
0: just... I tried to memorize it once, you know, when I imagine myself doing a long career of drinking and driving, you know, just in case (laughs) I had to get out of, you know, like it was always like the thing you'd watch on cops. You're like, can you say the alphabet backwards? And like, I'd always think to myself, I couldn't even do that sober.
1: Sober? Like, get out of here. So I was like, well,
0: I might as well just learn the alphabet backwards in case I get pulled over. Not because I'd be drunk, but just to save myself them thinking I'm drunk. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: it's real then I grew up and real brain buster I was
0: fucking stupid <laughs> but yeah 100 episodes and uh you know, it's a little bit uh it's a little bit bittersweet because we had this we've uh decided 100 episodes it's gonna be the last yeah we're done guys and that's why we're we're drinking that's why we're crying yeah that's why we're making out a little bit too right yeah off camera though Because we're quitting. No, I'm just kidding. We're, we're, I'm never going to stop until I'm rich and famous. So <laughs> don't even try it at me. Um, no, we wanted to do... We were supposed to do this thing where...
1: Yeah, for, we had an idea, actually.
0: For a 100th episode, we were going to invite all of our guests and throw a big party for everyone that yeah. has been on the show.
1: Um, because, you know, we like celebrations.
0: We like celebrations, and we were, we were just going to do a big party for no reason. Uh, and uh, because of COVID... It's like the one thing we can't do.
1: Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to this actually. I
0: thought it'd be so fun, like to get yeah. everybody that was on the podcast because we had know.
1: how many? Okay, so out of all the episodes, how many guests do you think we've had? Um, forty. I, mean, I guess I could look. Like look, I want. I want to see what you think. 50, half the time. Yeah, we do. I'd say even more. Maybe I'll count it afterwards. Well, but no, I don't know about more. It, maybe sixty.
0: Okay, because some episodes, I guess we have two guests. That's true. But we have a lot of repeat guests, too.
1: Yep, that's also
0: true. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's true. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We, we can tally it up. But yeah. uh, still special nonetheless. the last Honestly, I'm not one of those people that gets sentimental about specific dates, about specific, like, even holidays for me. Yeah. And stuff like that. I'm not even, like, a big birthday guy. Like, on my birthday, I'm yeah. I'm almost completely apathetic. I'm just like all right. It doesn't matter like I I'm happy to celebrate it like everyone else. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be on the day. It doesn't need to be like the day is meaningless. Like Yeah. Just more to celebrate <laughs> around that time. Yeah. Um but it, but it is kind of nice to
1: um I I do look forward to those days like, you know, holidays and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it like the a-
0: day the specific. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, yeah. What, what it doesn't it's meaningless. It's more just like what's Christmas about? is it about the 25th or is it about the fact that we all have a week off to spend with your family and like where that lies? Like just, yeah, totally. I I mean,
1: when I think about Christmas, I get more excited about, um, just like, kind of like, 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 like the the the, general thing surrounding, like the theme of like surrounding, like all the things that come along with it. It's never based upon, you know, like the 25th
0: anyway. Yeah. Where I'm getting at is the hundredth episode for me is a milestone. I'm impressed. Yeah, but I'll be just as impressed at one fifteen, one twenty, and I still like the idea of throwing a party. Yeah. So when That's quarantine's yeah. done,
1: yeah. So you know what? Like, um, when 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 quarantine's over, we'll still mm. we like have some sort of celebration yes. to commemorate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so yeah, moving on beyond that, we're in our hundredth episode, and yeah, what a what a, I don't know, what a weird feeling. A hundred episodes. Thinking back to when we started, uh, we were on a very different path. We were like, I'd say even more lost than I am now in quarantine, and I'm very lost. We were lost as shit. I, I like honestly blind. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. I I didn't understand myself at all. I feel like no. I no I no and, and I was also like still dealing with the concussion. I feel like a lot. And like was so lost there with like health and,
1: I don't know, and I was like, I was like kind of like in the dumps dealing with a breakup.
0: Yeah, we were a we're fucking. That was a, and my business wasn't going very well, or at yeah. least I, I, it was going, uh, down a path, and I was losing interest in it. Yeah, and things were just weird. And then Robbie goes, "This it, you said to me one day. You go, Master Travis." <laughs> and I said, "Yes, yes, Robbie, speak," and he goes we should start a podcast ourselves. I was like, for a, for a slave boy, that's a mighty fine idea. And I rescued you from your peasantry. And you got the name of the podcast
1: out. I mean, right after, right after I said, you know, let's start a podcast. I think you came up with the name. Yeah. Stuck immediately.
0: Well, cause I, I talked about the concept of too many jams from that book. I yeah, totally. You. Well, I, I read
1: it too. Yeah. I, I, I told you, you to, t- read, you told way to back. read it. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know if anyone listening at this point doesn't understand the concept. It'd be weird to say, but, like... Yeah. Um, Too Many Jams was a book called the, uh, was from a book called The Defining Decade, which actually scared me when I read it, because I read it at, like, I don't know, like, 22, 23. Um, I, I've been dealing with health issues, like, in the heart of my 20s. It was really fucked up. Like, age, like, I feel like 20... 21? 20, to 25 i was like dealing with like a bunch of concussion problems maybe 21 to 26 i can't really remember so i was like i was going through all this like periods of self-reflection and like i just made me feel like mortal made me feel like not like a young man anymore like yeah. when you when you have an injury that won't go away you don't feel indestructible um so like i i just was like looking to like a f- lot of self-help stuff and i read this book and it talked about it basically just described how people, most people spend their 20s and it was working as like baristas or like mm-hmm. kind of just like partying and not really, you know, I was talking about how like 30 feels like the new 20 and and we're doing all of those things. Yes, and we are. Yeah. And, uh, she, they were dead right, but they were talking about how, although it doesn't feel like it, it really is the time to throw yourself at something because yeah. you, you have no dependables on you. You have time. You have money, flexibility, and it it really sneaks up on you, is basically what it said. Like it's just it's like true. don't don't look to these age milestones like you're gonna figure it out at twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty. It's like just get going. So it's kind of scared me, but um, I took it with a grain of salt and I and I, I do think that people get successful at all ages. I do I do think it was right that if you if you can use your twenties do it. I wish I wish I knew what I knew now at 18 and I could just start working out what I wanted to then. I agree. But I wouldn't know what I knew now if I did that at 18. You or, know what? I'm saying? Or like, having yeah, or <laughs> having
1: started the podcast as well. And um What? What's up?
0: I was just turning off the metronome. Uh. Oh, it's true. just like your, your computer's like super glitchy. Yeah,
1: it's super glitchy. You know what? I I uh I like wiped it the other day thinking it would solve all my problems, but I think it's more of a an old computer thing as opposed to like, uh, you know, um, yeah. But anyway, back to it. And anyways, uh, yeah. And, you know, doing the podcast for the last two and a half years has definitely helped open my eyes a little bit. And like, um, you know, just going through the speaking with people, all the guests that we have on, which was our original intent intent as well, you know, to like learn more, and figure, our shit, out, figure our shit out by way of speaking to people who are doing cool shit or, you know, things that we want to be doing.
0: And um, it, it really has. It works, man. It helped, yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, um, with, I said last episode, um, you know, I, I, I learn, I think, best from talking to people that have done it um, or just like, the way I thought about things is, especially with regards to this book and time and stuff, is I do feel like with the concussions I got delayed. With um, you know, with my life choices, I I was going to be a pilot. I went to school for that. You know, obviously all this decisions and finishing my degree and. Choosing- do, do you think you'd be
1: in a different place if you didn't get the concussions? Like, do you think you would have? Yeah, I think it continued w- upon like whether it was like uh, yeah. like finance or pilot. Yeah, I think or- I
0: would have stayed a professional. Yeah. Um. The thing is, that's what I'm saying. As, that's what I was, I was getting at. Is I honestly, I don't. Th- if you're if you're happy, I think at any moment during a day or during like, or if you're a, in a relatively good place where you're like, I'm, I like where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And you can't regret a single thing then that, that got you there. Like the, the the regrets meaningless, and if you're if you're unhappy and uh, and it's not clinical, like you're not just depressed and unhappy because of chemicals. Like if you're if you're unhappy with where you're at and you have regrets, I think the best thing you can do for yourself is just rescue yourself by achieving something or like getting yourself to a, a place where you're like happy, whatever mm-hmm. that means, and then you can't have any regrets. So like it's this whole silver linings mentality. If like something bad happens, turn into a positive or try to find the positives in it. Cause that's the only way you won't regret that bad thing. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and you see a lot of people, it's usually in some like TV cheesy shit where they're like, he's, yeah, totally. he was paralyzed and he's like, yeah, I just didn't want it to bring me down. So I, I started doing this, that and that and, and then it tells some story about how he turned it into a big positive and how he has no gr- regrets about being paralyzed or she. Yeah, you see that all the time. The people right. that are
1: like most disadvantaged in the world and like the ones that are at least speaking about it or have some sort of popularity or following are also have turned themselves into like the happiest
0: people. Right. And they have no regrets about the bad things that have happened to them. And, and I, so I think um, with the concussions, I talk about it. I talk about it a lot as I don't regret them. I don't want to take it. I don't want to switch all that up. Yeah. And like even the even the symptoms that carry on, I still think are uh can are a good thing because it makes me a lot more like a focus on my health like daily. Yeah. I have to. If I don't take care of myself, I really feel it. Um. And and through the process of the concussion, I learned a fuckload about. Um, muscles and and what makes and systems and like what makes me feel good or bad, and also about diet and but all this because anyway lots of benefits there but also career wise, it kind of knocked me out of my. Like, I was just I I just didn't ha- I I couldn't see what I see now if that makes if that makes sense like For sure I was um, raised by two professionals. In a, in a situation that feels like, you know, everything's going right, you mm-hmm. know? Like, nothing went wrong with the family, no divorces, no illnesses, no deaths, no, like, uh, everything. I just had a really fucking easy upbringing, which made me kind of a comfortable, and, you know, I had talents, and good at sports, and relatively good at, sc- I just didn't have fucking challenges. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it makes you soft. It makes you kind of, you, you're, you're, You just don't see things. And I'll give my parents the credit that, you know, through hockey and taking me on vacations and putting me in, like, sports and clubs and stuff, I met a lot of people. So I was able to share a lot of commonalities. And when you travel, you get a perspective that everything isn't like this. Um, But still, deep down, I didn't have the perspective. And I went to high school, and the high school guides you a certain way. And I truly, the whole time I was in high school, I'd, I just had this weird belief that I was going to be successful, but I would never be able to under, uh, explain a plan to someone. Yeah. I'd just be there in high school and I'd be like, yo, I'm going to be rich and fucking successful. And like none of you guys can stop me and it's all going to happen. And they'd be, like, they'd be like, what do you want to do as a career? And I'm like, I don't know. Whatever I can work the least hard and make the most money. I used to, I used to honestly think that I swear to God, I thought that's what success was. The job where you work the least amount of time and make the most money I thought was success.
1: You know, I've always kind of had that similar optimism throughout, like, like when I was growing up that i like, you know, that, that you, you just, you'd land somewhere good. Like, like, you know, you didn't really know what it was or like you weren't seeking out or like carving out these exact career paths mm-hmm. that everyone else was doing. But I, I just, in the back of my head, I've, I've, I've kind of always thought that, you know, like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, it will from a
0: life of everything working out. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be all right. <laughs> I'll be all right someday. Yeah. It comes from being raised where all that shit happens. Um, so I don't know whether it's a good or a bad thing. I, I can't comment on that stuff, but yeah, it and definitely I, makes you, uh, uh, it's,
1: it's true. Yeah. You, you don't know whether that's, you know, that, that, um, uh, that that optimism is is really a detriment yeah. sometimes or
0: I, again it's people to people but yeah. just just describing just describing our stories but so no joke this is no word of a lie i just would say that and this is yeah. what i thought um okay you find the job where you make the most money for the least amount of work and and i did a Like, growing up, I liked uh, engineering architecture, like designing homes and Legos and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, I uh, had a science... I I mean, teachers didn't really get along. You know, class clown. And I had a teacher that really fucking made his class difficult on me. Um, Not because I couldn't do the work, just because of personal differences. Uh, And it stopped me from getting the marks in chemistry that I needed to get into engineering. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I could have just put my like balls to the wall next year and, and figured it out. But then I did a careers project on my cousin who is like he's Maverick from Top Gun. Like I have a fighter pilot cousin that was in um he was in uh what's the Canadian the Snowbirds or the blue, yeah like, what, he was in it yeah like you know I, the, the, I don't know the, the name but I know we, I, I know pilots, what you're talking about yeah they're, they, they're 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 air shows so he was a military fighter pilot um which is like pretty much as cool as it comes i'd say like name a job cooler than fighter pilot
1: um rockstar
0: but i think rockstars would say the opposite <laughs> like he's a fucking fu- and rockstar's yeah. not a job like i'm talking about Fight, a job fi- like a, fi- like a, a fighter career pilot is a profession. sick job yeah profession um I, and he told me a story and he's like i love flying planes i got in the military i got to be fighter pilot did this, that, and that, joined like the air show team, which is just like flips and like, rawr, like all this dope shit. And then he's like, you know, then I wanted to settle down. Obviously with my my resume as a pilot, he got a job as a commercial or like as a high performance military pilot. He got a job as a commercial pilot. And so I did my careers project on him just because I thought it was cool. And I liked, I love planes. I, uh, I grew up loving planes. Grandfather was a pilot. So just like kind of in the blood. So, Did the project, and then in doing the project, I researched pilot salaries, and their work schedules, and all this shit. And I did the project. Line up with your values of what he was like. Yo, man, he's like, do you like hang with your boys? I was like, yeah. He's like, you're in the cockpit. You just shoot the shit the entire time. (laughs) Like you're working, but like you're really just monitoring systems and you chat the whole time. And it's just like another guy like you that likes cars and motorcycles and like, yeah. Uh, or girl, I keep saying like, fuck, I, I gotta keep I I mixing. Yeah. Because there was females in our program too. Um, and he was just like, yeah. And I'm like, is it true that they can make like this much money? He's like, yeah. Top pilots can make like 300 grand a year. It's depending on which airline you fly for. And they're, they're you, you get flight benefits all around the world. You fly for basically nothing. Um, you can be based out of any major city uh, and all this shit. And I was like, and you only work like, Twelve days a month, like mm-hmm. I'm like three hundred k, twelve days a month. Hang with your boys, flying big ass planes, which I love. Um, I was like, that's that's my career. <laughs> Off that one project, <laughs> that's it, that's it. Yeah, and you know what? I I think I think I needed I need to do that. You need to do that, right? Like, I went to school, I got into the program, started working on becoming a pilot, and. It was only in that program that I learned about everything about being a pilot that I realized I didn't actually want to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. if I didn't do that, what like what would happen? Would I gone into banking? Would I gone into business? Would I not have had that oh, oh, oh fuck moment? Like, I literally met a pilot. I mean, I did. I
1: like I went to. I had no idea what I wanted to do, and I went. Uh, I went to school like yeah. with a general for a general program first year, still undefined really throughout my career at uh, at university, but like ended up getting a political science degree. But and I at think the end you, of it-
0: I think you were fucking like you would have been fucked if I think you got secondhand. You secondhand benefited from the shit that happened to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like unless somebody else came along and shook you out of, what you're doing yeah you benefited from my like kind of like awakening. yeah that's,
1: yeah that, that's true like honestly you've uh like spending time uh or the amount of time that we spend together over the last like bunch of years well is definitely like you know changed my perspective of things in a way
0: i I think well I think what happened like i I'm not saying like uh i don't i'll 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 explain I'll explain a little bit but like I went to this program, did it, realized I love flying planes, love the fuck out of it. Yeah. Love the people in the program, but as a career, it wasn't for me for a bunch of reasons. I don't have to name Mm -hmm. it. And I, I I started running businesses in the summer just to make some money because I didn't get a job at a normal office because I was like, oh, I'm just going to be a pilot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't need to get a job at a marketing firm or whatever. Um, so like it 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 opened that up and I, I all this shit happened with the concussions and then my health got compromised and health is a huge part of being a pilot and like push came to shove but I resorted back to entrepreneurship and um, it was through the injury and like through adversity that I learned that the path I was on was not really, I didn't understand it the whole time and I just kind of acted based on your my environment and like how I was raised and like what I saw and I was just reflecting what I thought I should do. I was very much in the, the tide with the Sam and I was completely on the train tracks and I didn't realize until the injury um, and and how much time it took for me to get back and like how much time I had alone thinking about what I wanted from life and stuff. I had that perspective which mixed with mentors and stuff I had in the entrepreneurship program and And people I worked with led me to the disposition I had, which is you make your own way. You are in control of your shit. You need to make changes and have self-control to make the life you want, which is when I started right about that time is when I started seeing you. Yeah. Um, less as just a uni friend, but more as like, um, my go-to guy because we had both graduated all of our friends had moved away i was living in london you were living in london and i saw how you were living and compared to the backdrop of everything i had just gone through i i honestly couldn't i couldn't like allow i couldn't like allow you to live like that does that make sense
1: yeah yeah dude i was i was pretty content i know you were like i was i was happy like I'd, i'd go serve sushi Come home, hang in my basement by myself, but it play blew, play guitar.
0: It blew my fucking mind, <laughs> and I I just couldn't understand it. And it would like <clears throat> so this like is, like I had, I had dreams and like aspirations
1: as well, but like it just none of them were being acted upon.
0: So this is what Robbie would say to me because at this point I am now full blown like a type Trav entrepreneur. Like my path is my own. Like I can figure this out. Like I got this. Yeah, these are pretty good, by the way. Cottage Springs. Yeah, yeah, we're out of fucking true history. We got to get more. Vodka
1: soda, peach, like, in the spot. Cottage Springs, hitting the spot right now.
0: If, if there's, if you, if 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 you're not in the mood for beer, have Cottage Springs. <laughs> um, so so I'm sitting there next to next to Rob, and before it's just friendship. Now it's going a bit deeper, <laughs> and you know I'm asking Rob what he wants to do. You're graduated, like, what are you doing? And he would go, man, I just want to. Be a musician. I just want to make it. Like that's all I want to be. I love music. It's it's all I'm into. And then I go, That's awesome. And I remember I would tell you, I'm jealous that you know what you want to do with such certainty. Yeah, yeah. For I used sure. to always say that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because you would say to me, It's so cool what you got going on. You're like, Oh, you're doing this and that with the business, like it's impressive, like blah blah blah. And I said, You are actually better off than me because you know what you want to do with your life. And I was like, That's fucking awesome. And then we'd go on, we'd go on, and, and I'd see how you're living, and then I'd inquire and inquire, and then it got to a point where like, I'm like, "Hey, man," I was like, "Are you doing anything, like, anything at all to to like pursue that dream?"
1: Hmm.
0: And you're like, "Yeah, man, I'm playing guitar like all day in my basement." <laughs> <laughs> and I- <laughs> I'm like, I-, "I know, but like." what are you practicing for? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, do you have, do you have any, any YouTube videos? Are you reaching out to any bands? Yeah. Anything? And like, that was what boggled my mind for a while. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get over it. I, was, I just, I couldn't, and what bugged me the most is the biggest difference was between what you said you wanted yeah. What you're doing, yeah, which a lot of people have. Well, what bugged me the most was how content you were living like that. You were just like, "I'm happy, dude. Love it. I'm so happy." And I, it, it bugged the shit out of me. <laughs> and I would sit there and I'd be like, "How is Robbie happy? Like, maybe, like, no joke. I would think like maybe like ignorance yeah. is bliss. Like maybe like maybe like it's you're better off just being like, because at the time I was, and I kind of always am a little dissatisfied." Like no matter what I'm doing, no matter like if it's impressive or not, like there's a part of me that is like, is this really it? Mm-hmm. Like, is there more? Like is there something I could be doing better? Or like I always have that. So you were just sitting there doing what I would consider if I was doing it to be nothing supporting my dreams. Yeah. But yet you were like, Yeah, fucking happy. So I don't know if it was like some sort of self reflection thing, but I needed to make you dissatisfied with what you were doing. And I was like, I I just had to like be like I'd tell you every time I saw you, I'm like, this isn't gonna work. This yeah. isn't gonna work. Yeah, yeah. You'll you you got to do something, anything, anything. Like yeah. I i I just like throw shit at you eventually, eventually. But I've learned in like subsequent years that telling someone that stuff doesn't work either. It was like you had to go through some it's like it's like telling you that gave you some puzzle pieces yeah. floating around in your brain.
1: Yeah, but you had to like face like the the inner reflection yourself, and I I think that was was partially with um your ex. Yeah,
0: that that's when you changed the most for me.
1: That kind of woke me up a little bit. That like made me do some deep self reflection.
0: Well, this is this is a this is an example of of how I learned how at least you learn things versus I don't know how everyone else does. So I had a girlfriend for four years before you had a girlfriend. Yeah. We were friends the whole time. I would tell you all about my issues. Having a girlfriend, I'd tell you stories. (laughs) I know exactly what you're
1: going to say. Yeah. But but continue.
0: And uh, you would sit there like 100% being like, I totally get it. I know. And you would would nod (laughs) along and like the whole time. And then four years later, you had your own girlfriend. I'm single. And you hit me with an issue. And I'm like.
1: Have this convo,
0: <laughs> dude. We've already had this convo, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah," but like, what about like when she does this or that? Yeah, and I'm like, man, we've had this fucking convo. I've been through all the same stuff. This is, yeah, we talked about this. I told you, and you've seen how how it went. And you're yeah, like, yeah, but when you said it, I just didn't understand it, and like now I get it.
1: I learn best when things when I do things. Most people Exper- do, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Some people are fortunate enough to learn, like they can learn from other people, like really well. Mm-hmm. But for most people, unless something happens to them, um
1: I think that is a bit of a gift if you if you can learn by like oh fuck like yeah. listening listening to people and like really take that in or like um you know w-
0: w- y- at least when it comes to to perspective and like it, yeah, like yeah ex- you know exactly I mean?
1: as as opposed to having like, to go through it yourself,
0: yeah, so but then. It's what happened with like as I'd been at that point, I'd been we'd been doing some music together. We had no formal plans to be in a band. No, Uh, we just were like, yeah, let's play like whenever your family like needs some music played, let's go play there, have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Let's just have some fun, because at the time in my mind, I was going to be an entrepreneur. I was just going to run businesses, uh, starting with the jewelry company, and just keep going from there. Um, so for for about a year leading up to that, I was like what you're doing isn't enough like go talk to people in bands post to YouTube get good at get good at self production yeah do whatever you can do to make yourself valuable but you have to get yourself out there and I would just repeatedly tell you what you're doing is not enough what you're doing is not enough didn't sink in ever until your girlfriend broke up with you and then like it was like you just changed on the spot because I think she said some stuff to you like the reason she broke up with you like Correct me if my memory's wrong, but she didn't see the the potential in you. She thought you were going nowhere.
1: No, she she didn't necessarily say that, but I think I—that's I, how you interpreted I, it. Yeah, like I piece some things together. I'm like, you know, after you you look at what you're doing, you're like, oh, you know, like girls do want a bit of like future and like yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: I guess the, in that just just kind of what I was doing. Like I needed to
0: mature a little bit, so. I don't know what you said. I just know what you kind of said back to me and it was something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, yeah. And then I think that f- gave you the perspective and then you had these puzzle pieces floating around in your mind from like everything else. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like I think it's a combination of, because things happen to people all the time, but unless you have the right kind of puzzle pieces, Lego blocks floating around in your mind, yeah, you can, something bad can happen to you and you can turn it into like an awful you know what I mean? So I think it's I think it's always a mixture. Like with the concussions, if I didn't have the right Lego pieces floating in my mind from my parents, from like my friends, from my mentors, like just the right guidance and advice in there, because I never listen to my parents until something happens, and then I think about what they said and what they know, and then I like yeah you, totally. You know, you know what I'm saying? Totally, totally. So I think it was the same with that. Like I, I think I think it was kind of yeah,
1: it was a bit of a perfect storm the way like things lined up, I guess.
0: And it was like that day you finally got like a bit of a, a self awareness or like a just a tiny bit totally. of what I like to call like a bird's eye view of yourself. Mm-hmm. You were made aware of yourself, like you 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 separated from Robbie in the waves in the tide, really going with the flow. To you looking at Robbie and wondering why you do certain stuff.
1: It, it, you know, you know what it was too actually. Uh, I I think I've told you this but one of my dad's friends who I who I was like sitting down with to have lunch one day
0: mm-hmm. would just tore you ass. Yeah
1: yeah yeah tore into me like it was supposed to be like a sort of like a life help like coach like yeah. type meeting and, like work, right? and he he said this was going to happen and then it happened he's like he's, he's like what are you doing right now he's like oh you got a girlfriend like okay me looking at you right now like she's going to break up with you and, Fuck yeah. and like asking like we give
0: this guy Shadow first name <laughs> Shadow
1: Mike Mike you fucking legend <laughs> my Mike, Mike hit it right on the head I love
0: that I love yeah. when guys just like he's like
1: give he's, it to you he's straight like, he's like she's going to break up with you might not be tomorrow might be in 2 years but she's going to wake up one day and uh and and be like okay what's going on like and and, and you know it did it did happen See was, I didn't see Like that. not too long after
0: I didn't see that coming Cause I wasn't as wise as Mike But I did I, I did see I did not I did see, Cause my problem is It's not what you're doing
1: Yeah
0: It's that you were content With what you were doing Does that make sense? I don't, yeah it, I don't I'm not It didn't It wouldn't matter if If you went Yo Trav My dream is to become this, uh Like a sushi server <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean like if you like I don't don't want fame I don't want to work in music I just want time off and money to play guitar in my basement then I go you're doing everything right my dude
1: yeah totally
0: but it was the difference between what you wanted what you were doing and then the fact that you were content that bugged me Um, but then I hit a place where with all my perspective and self reflection and self control and reading all these self help books I got extremely discouraged when I ended up in a place where I didn't like where I was. Like mm-hmm. I was running this business. I had I had every fucking bad thing happen in that business other than going bankrupt. Like, you know, just partner issues, so many deals fall through, just like working with people that didn't deliver on their promises. The only thing good about the business was um the stuff that I was that I was just running personally. Do you know what I mean? And that grew tiresome. Like, I just started to not like it. I didn't want to do anything alone. I don't like doing anything alone. I don't even, I said a bunch of times, I don't even like jewelry necessarily. I I like it now because I I started a business around it, but it's not a passion. What I liked was working with my friends. I like running a business. I can get behind anything that allows me to do that, especially when I like the brand. It was a cool brand, and I thought the, the guys working there were fun and cool. And I like running a business and I, so I that's what I liked. All that left and all I was left with was jewelry, which I had no passion for like individually. and I my health was bad, my head was feeling really bad and I was just like I was in a dark place. you were finally coming to light. We were listening to a lot of podcasts and we were discussing like happiness and like
1: oh totally I was like I was, like I was hooked that one summer when I was when I was walking dogs, yeah, I had all that time on my hands by myself. I was I was hooked on podcasts that would just like talk about topics about like um whether it was like uh you know ex like uh like success or like relationships or like anything of that sort that I was like, okay, this is gonna help me like sort of become more self aware or um mm. just like better myself. Yeah. You well at just
0: give you the pieces.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Uh And then obviously, which led to an extended period of destruction where we spent, we both spent all the money we saved. Oh, yeah. We went on vacation. Oh, totally. We Mm. fucking, I bought things. I bought cameras, computers. I I, crashed a car. Robbie crashed a car.
1: (laughs) And I I had to pay. This fucker (laughs) ripped me off. It was destructive. I was drinking a lot. I was. Get this. Get this. A guy owns a dealership and he. I still had to charge me full price. No, you got rinsed. You don't. You I got absolutely to, rinsed.
0: You didn't have to do anything. You you were caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. You crashed a car that belonged to your cousin. Your cousin didn't want the insurance to go up. The guy you crashed into happened to be a con man. He was a con man. Um. So, I haven't
1: forgotten. I'm coming for you. Yeah.
0: Whoever the if you were the one that Robbie crashed into and he conned you, <laughs> we're coming, dude. I've got your emails. We got still. your emails. Don't worry. And what? When we get power, which we will, <laughs> we're come This is all leading me into the, the show I'm watching now. It's what it's why I'm like talking so medieval. <laughs> but um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. We start the podcast, and it was your idea, yeah, to start a podcast to figure out our lives. Yeah, you're like that's a good idea. Yeah, like, we can't. You. This you're like you, you're like we can't be the only ones going through this. And I was like, "You're right. Like everyone's fucking lost. I don't even know one person that doesn't say that. That that says what they're doing is what they're supposed to be doing." Um, so yeah, we got the name, we got it going. We started talking to people, and it was like I said it a bunch of times, but it was a mix between talking with people and all the research I was doing on my own time, like reading books, mm-hmm. uh, podcasts, and like trying to apply stuff to my life that. I I personally came to the conclusion that I was not at all doing what I wanted to do and I was living really restricted by people's opinions and what I was supposed to be doing and what people would think and and I just realized if I want to be a rock star and I have the ability to, why can't I be? Like, why not? Says who? I I just started to question everything. I was like, why? Why not this? When people say you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, why the fuck not? They're just people. No one knows anything. Everyone, everyone is as lost as we are. Yeah. No one fucking knows anything for real. Um, and then I approached you and was like, "Yo, like I think I want to go into music because I knew you wanted to too." And I was like, "Let's fire it up. I'll bring my business sense. You'll bring your your love for the uh, for music." We fired it up. We started talking to people, and like over time. I think through talking to people I see core similarities between everyone people that are doing well people that are are not doing well people that are somewhere in between people that know why they're doing well people that don't know why they're doing well people that don't know why they're doing, well, why they're doing poorly or like like for, with all these people there's like all these core principles that we all share and it just kind of leveled the playing field and it and it made me s- I learned best by, like, that, it, it, you know, hearing people talk about what they tried and, like, their results. And uh, I just think we're fortunate to have talked to so many people. and Absolutely. Just, like, reflecting back, like, we're fortunate. This is, like, this is amazing.
1: It's awesome.
0: What Like, st- sticking with it, too. Like, I mean, you,
1: like, it's, it's harder, you, you know, it's 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 hard to talk about, cause, cause we used to talk about so much how um friends of ours or uh, you know people that we spoke to they're like oh I'd love to start a podcast and we and we still speak about, speak about this all the time where we're like okay if you want to start a podcast it's super easy you have an afternoon right um you have and a free afternoon and we've helped a couple of friends uh, start their own thing and like sort of point them in the dire- right direction of equipment and uh a few things that they need to get it going but um the the consistency of doing it is it has been the most difficult part i'd say right with, because with any project too though with, with with any project it right it sounds easy to be like, oh like okay, we're gonna do a hundred episodes of a podcast over like the next two and a half years with with weekly output and um like there like there are some nights. Would we'd be over at your parents' basement, like falling asleep on the couch, and we like, we have to get this episode out. Mm-hmm. It's Tuesday, like have to keep up with it for no reason. For for no reason at all. There's like,
0: no one else holding us accountable Like that. No reward, no reward whatsoever
1: yeah. of us doing it, other than being like, we're gonna stay disciplined and stick with the schedule.
0: That was two and a half years ago, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm impressed. And I, yeah, we might be jerking each other off right now. I'm sorry. But
1: uh, fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch rudder, though. So du- it's, it, you know.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't, I would never jerk myself off with, <laughs> with my own hand. I would only, if you don't know what the Dutch rudder is, it's where you, you, someone else has their hand on your dick and you use their hand. You, you work their hand, yeah, but it's yeah. their hand. Um, no, but. Yeah, I think that ties that ties it up a little bit of like memories and reflection. Because mm-hmm. um, two and a half years is not not a small period of time. 100 no. episodes is not easy. And what I like about the podcast more than the perspective and um, how much I, I I really do appreciate that people still listen. Totally. You know, like I know I I'm still kind I, of impressed. I'm like I. Like we
1: put this out there and we like with no expectations for people to listen, you know we're not like, oh, like trying to like push it on people or whatever. like obviously we put it out through our um, our outlets um, online and stuff, and we're like, okay, if you want to listen, cool, like if you don't want to listen, also cool but i'm also i'm also still always impressed when like some friends will be like oh i was listening to this last episode i know you guys talk about doing this or whatever i'm like oh that's so cool like you're actually tuning in because i just i don't expect people and
0: especially like we're out and a lot of our buddies will just be like they'll reference the pod yeah and i'm just like thanks yeah i never had a different
1: reaction i'm like i'm not just like "Thank thank you thank you like Thanks, because it's a lot of work. I know it's it's a lot of work to like listen through episodes, it's an or even hour of your time, an hour of your time. You or could like be doing it, or you could be learning, and actually listening to some yeah, professionals, or, back or it like off, yeah. doing something with your time. But like we appreciate it. So uh,
0: yeah, we appreciate it. And um, move it on from uh, from all that. Yeah, if if I'm talking differently, which I feel like I am, it's not in my control. Even just saying it's not in my control felt weird. Why? I don't talk like this. I don't talk like this, like, buh, buh, buh. Like, like, I'm watching this medieval show. Yeah. Okay? And...
1: You think it's changed the way... It's
0: changed the way I speak, because you guys have been away. I've been home alone. And <laughs> the only conversations I, I have in person is me mimicking the show, because I can't stop mimicking the show. Yeah. And I've watched... I've just crushed it. But, uh, so I talk like, if anyone's watched The Last Kingdom on Netflix, it's like Netflix is kind of Game of Thrones minus the magic. Nowhere near the writing. It's like a Game of Thrones where everything goes well, um, a lot faster. And the people you want to live pretty much always live and like the good guy prevails. But the, my buddy, like, he was like, yo, you got to watch it because I just know the humor, like the lines. There's just yeah. so many classic lines that you're gonna love. Yeah. And this guy just goes around fucking and killing people, and he's like a knight, and I'm like, stop. It's like, shh, 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 shh. like you had me at fucking. <laughs> I started watching the show. I can't put it down. This guy is a fucking jacked, hot ass, half Viking, half British dude. Yeah. His name is Utrid, son of Uhtred, and he just talks so weird. It's like, I'm not afraid. You come to my land and you expect money for nothing. I will wet the field with your blood and I will plow your wife and then your children will die without a father. And, and I, I just can't stop talking in, in like sort chunks. Yeah. That makes sense. I even just
1: did it there. It's it's kind of fun. like, honestly, it'd be kind of jokes if you started talking like him, like strictly for his ass, for his accent, for his ass, <laughs> for, for, for his, <laughs> I ass. his ass, it's for, I mean, like other than the noticeably aged, like, like feminism values oh and like, God. It, like bad, like how poorly people would take, you know, his sayings out of context, but that, there,
0: it's such a powerful way of talking yeah you don't say it a lot of like frilly stuff you just say like hardcore shit right off the bat you actually remind me i i've i love medieval shows because they're funny yeah right like in this show instead of saying sex they say hump mm-hmm. instead of saying fucking they say humping and like i'll plow your wife and like they say things that are just i find hilarious like goward yeah, You know just, I just think like, Coward is funny So I love these medieval shows Because they're so tacky You know It's some night Like I'll save you princess And I'll ride till the night's dawn Until I have you in my sheets <laughs> Can't get enough So I I've made this joke before With my buddies Yeah Where like We'll watch like Game of Thrones Or some medieval movie And I came out And I was like Just hanging with the buddies one night And we were like I was like, drink coward. You're a coward just like your father and his, your, and his father before him. You come from a long line of cowards. And then, like, obviously the buddies, like, play off with that. And, like, we're like, oh, yeah, your mother's a whore. <laughs> Fuck it. Like, like, just talking, like, medieval. One night we're up at a cottage. We're wasted like we do. It is mostly close friends. And I'm when I get it wasted like that, expect me to be in the cut of repeating a joke over and over again. And uh so, and all the guys are with me and like we'll be playing Flip Cup. We're like Flip Coward Muzzle. <laughs> like <laughs> we're going nonstop and it's it almost gets funnier with how much it gets overplayed. Oh, so yeah, you, yeah. you really lean into it. My friend's brother and his fiance show up to the party and she's uh She's from uh, Russia, and I don't know her that well. And she sees the way I'm talking, and she's like mortified, and she's offended. Yeah, and I don't know this, but she's like, I guess in secret was like, he called my mom a whore or like something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I yeah. I don't really know because everyone was saying it. That's why I was like, you got singled out. I got singled out, but I am. I am a bit of the ringleader when it comes to oh, calling yeah, people mom's sure. horse for sure. Yeah. Uh, especially as a, a joking. Um, so <laughs> I get uninvited <laughs> to their wedding. Like, this is like my best friend's brother, like friends of the fam. And uh, so unfortunately, this joke has gotten me in trouble before. <laughs> but I can't believe uh, <laughs> your friend, you know, who's saying the same stuff. I don't. I, I know.
1: I don't know how this all played out, but the captain's gotta go down with the ship.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like you can't uninvite your husband's brother to a wedding. And also like it was just so funny how it happened. Like the wedding invitations went out and everyone's like talking to me about the wedding. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I haven't got my invite yet. Yeah. Like <laughs> And then eventually gets the point where I'm like, Yeah, I haven't got an invite. And, wait, and did he correlate yeah, my but- it? Back no, my buddy. Because I asked, I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, hey, I was like, um, I was like, I didn't get an invite to your brother's wedding, and he was like, yeah, about that, yeah, about that. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, Do you remember the night at the cottage when we're all really fucked up and we we're calling each other's mom. He directly whores?
1: pinned it on that night.
0: Oh, because it was. He's was like, yeah. she talked to my brother, talked to me. Yeah, and she thinks you called her mother a whore, and uh, she's really offended. And
1: uh, you probably just like sent the one. I didn't, that, even, like, I didn't, at I didn't her. even
0: talk to her. I might.
1: I, I, but like, it, like in her like direction. everyone. Yeah. In her direction. And she probably took offense to that while well, everyone was like sending them out to like their buddies and stuff. You probably like happened to look <laughs> I, at her at like one moment. Yeah. Maybe
0: I had a lazy eye going or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh It's not the first time I've accidentally offended someone. In fact, I make a habit of it because my humor is so like. It it, it, t- it touches lines. No, there's, there's a time and a place. It's time and a place, and sometimes uh, gets me in trouble. But uh, that just reminded me. So this show, it's so funny. The show has got me like back into making these awful. Like if 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 feminists or people that were did not have much of a sense of humor towards this stuff, yeah, were to hear it out of context, yeah, yeah, they wouldn't like it. Like, but that's why I'm back on like. <laughs> Like when we were downstairs, I'm like, "Have a drink, coward!" Like, <laughs> yeah, I will wet the fields with your blood, and then I, I will take I- your wife and braid her through all the lands, <laughs> and I will hump, <laughs> to, and I will drink the strongest ale.
1: Strongest ale, uh, yeah. I haven't heard you speak like that in a while. Um, one, uh, w- one thing I watched last week. This isn't really a segue, but I just I wanted to talk about this. Is, uh, you know, you know, Coyote Peterson.
0: See the guy that gets stung by things? Yes. Yeah, you love that guy. Yeah,
1: I love Coyote Peterson.
0: Explain uh, if anyone doesn't know who Coyote Peterson is.
1: Okay, so just to give you guys a little context Coyote Peterson, um, is, is the ringleader on this channel called Brave Wilderness on. Yeah, he's definitely on, not a on, coward. On, on YouTube. <laughs> De- definitely not a coward. And, um, he a lot of his videos are him going out into like crazy exotic places hunting down these like uh these crazy insects with, that are known for their bites or stings uh capturing them and then stinging himself on camera and filming his reaction to it <laughs> <laughs> and and what one thing i learned like i watched a couple of his videos actually but um recently one thing i learned is that his like everyone loves the bite videos and and the sting videos because those get the most reactions. But like Brave Wilderness, this channel that he's like, he's actually like a like a really like um, like big animal guy. Like his channel Brave Wilderness mm-hmm. is uh, like majority of the videos that make up this channel. It's
0: like Him like hugging or like him,
1: yeah him like hanging with like whatever animals he's with or like doing like things for animal wildlife that. Um, should be celebrated and but anyways so I'm, I'm watching uh, I want to show <laughs> I want to show my family this guy because they never heard of him before yeah and uh, so I, I'm looking for a video and one that I hadn't seen before is the executioner wasp yeah have you have you seen this one I think so okay so this is this is where he declared uh, that he's no longer doing any sting videos after doing this one. It was like, that bad? Yeah, he reigned the uh, or it's, it's, sorry he he named the executioner wasp as like the worst sting ever um, that you know on on his list. So uh, he was punching out after that one, but he also spoke about. Uh, have you heard about the murder hornets? Yeah. So he also touched uh, like he did a vid- video recently, actually within the last few days. Talking about like ten, like uh, ten most asked questions about murder hornets, mm-hmm. and he was going through them, and he was saying like, first of all, they're not even called murder hornets. Mm-hmm. That was just a name made up by a sick name. Yeah, to the like, legend
0: precedes them. These <laughs> murder hornets have a fierce reputation <laughs>
1: by by whoever just to like create fear. Um, second thing, he stung himself by them. Mm. And they're actually just like a, a normal hornet. They're um, no, they're like they're known as like the large, like like the Japanese large hornet or whatever, mm. which is still quite large. Like they're like two yeah. inches yeah. and stuff. Like but um, but he he was he was talking about the murder hornets a little bit, and he's like they have no, honestly, like they're they're not going to stay a while. Like they've seen a couple. Like um, it's very unlikely that they're gonna make a dent and uh, infiltrate jokes what a weird segue that was but uh i I, it just it popped in my head and i wanted to i wanted to touch on that but the the executioner wasp though this thing was fucking like crazy looking absolutely massive he happened to be like the his video he's walk. he happens to be walking by this nest he's like oh he's like oh like i got a fucking skit stung by that thing. yeah he's like can't leave here without doing this he's not a Coward. coward
0: exactly <laughs> what does a coward do when he walks by a murder hornet's nest fucking or giant hornet's nest wasp he runs yeah back to the hills i would have
1: fucking ran like you should have seen this thing my my favorite though is when he uh when he eventually stings himself and he always captures, captures it. it i
0: was gonna say afterwards yes
1: he like, couldn't capture this one? Uh, no, he captured it.
0: See, that's what I don't understand. He, he, he stings himself. Yeah. And then, no matter how painful it is, he always has the ability to put the, to recapture the thing that just stung him. Like, he puts the glass back on it. Yeah. Um, and it's usually, like, crawling around on his skin. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, he, like, app just takes it and then he captures it
1: back again and then he goes into what he's feeling like ah this is worse than anything i've ever like and he starts listing all the crazy ones he's like it's like this is worse than the bullet ant the uh you know the tarantula hawk like he's going into (laughs) all of them and um but he said he felt the effects of that one like for up to a week afterwards Mm. like his whole arm went numb it's nuts
0: yeah check out peterson now that's jokes um and I should try to keep my medieval. See, I couldn't even help it there. Like they're now in my jokes. <laughs> You're <laughs> talking about your a guy, repertoire again. It, they're right back in the repertoire, and like, like literally, for my buddy's birthday. Like, I, I there. It's just now. Me and all my friends are now. It's back. We're talking to all our friends like this. Like for my buddy's birthday, I said, "Happy birthday, Sir Davos." May you hump your wife repeatedly and drink all the ale in the land. <laughs> he doesn't even have a wife. <laughs> I mean, kind of a wife, I guess. Uh, and then I, I told them uh, I was playing poker tonight. Yeah. Um. Oh, because at first they go. Uh, someone was like, Any, "Anyone playing? <laughs> anyone playing cod tonight?" Or <laughs> he goes to my buddy. He goes, "Birthday cod tonight, or will you be plowing the fields?" <laughs> and then. <laughs> He goes. I shall join the fields of warzone upon my return from the park of Lawrence Kingdom or the kingdom of Lawrence Park. Sorry, I anticipate a return by full moon. <laughs> like we just talk like this. Now. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. So oh, I th- I think this is a good this
1: is a good segue actually because we're yeah. going to talk about this at the beginning of the episode. Poker tonight. Poker tonight. Um, neither of us play poker, but we got invited to some quarantine. is a game poker. of chance. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to try our when luck. When
0: then foolishly risk the silver for glory. <laughs> that's good. I'm telling that's, you. That's good. It's in my it's all my humor right now.
1: But uh Mark said has has said multiple times The organizer now, of this podcast. The organizer. Game and
0: previous podcast guest Mark Tanuse I bid you a deuce. Yeah.
1: not to download the app <laughs> right before what was because his it's going to take because uh, it's going to take a couple of minutes. I don't right, he, he said he said in the group, and he messaged me personally. I don't know if he's messaged you personally. No, nope. but don't down, don't leave it to the last minute. So we got a little bit of time. But, An hour um, and twenty minutes. We should we should we should wrap it up soon. Get a bite. But I have to also get edit the
0: podcast in that time.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. So.
0: So you're gonna make me dinner. You're gonna download <laughs> the app on my phone. You're gonna. Dutch rider, me. Mm, yep. And then I'll edit the podcast. I'll do one of those things. Okay. Dutch. Dutch rider. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, two two comments I wanted to make um, on today's episode because I don't know if it's for sure, but tomorrow I may go blonde. So if you're watching the uh, the video on the YouTube. Arrangements have been made. Yes. To dye thine hair, blonde like the Danes. No one, no one
1: listens to the last couple of minutes, so I think you're safe. You know, it's yeah. Good leaving it till the end. Um, until uh, they'll have to see you in person to find out.
0: Yes, yeah, so may dye the hair blonde. Um, and the other things I wrote down to talk about is one, it's been an absolute shocker to see how many people have birthdays in in may? end of April and May. It's like really. Dude, uh, my Instagram is just a birthday, a day or or two. Yeah, everyone just showing me who their friends whose birthday it is through a picture montage. That's
1: the one thing. That's the one thing Facebook is holding on to right now is events and birthdays. I'm talking pretty much. I know, I know, but like, imagine if Instagram and it wouldn't happen really because Instagram, Facebook owns Instagram, right? But like, imagine Instagram just decided you can start making events pages and you can tell people their birthdays yeah
0: later facebook (laughs) right later later um and another thing i learned this week is what everyone's mom looks like because oh yeah apparently everyone's mom has to be fucking shown off on instagram it's true and apparently everyone's mom is the best mother in the world i actually didn't know that (laughs) everyone's
1: everyone's got a killer mom
0: yeah apparently everyone's got a killer mom yeah and uh i didn't post one of my mom because she doesn't have social media, mm. uh, so I called her, and yeah,
1: I spent the day with my mom and I made her dinner.
0: Yeah, I, I unfortunately i ris- I don't want to kill my mom because mm. of the quarantine. Yeah, and I would never risk her life like that. You, yep. no, I'm just kidding. I'm seeing her next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I couldn't be with her this weekend. Gave her a call. I didn't post on Instagram because. Uh, she doesn't have social media. And also, she's a rocket. I just didn't want the world to know that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you, you got good looking moms. You got to keep that a secret. All right. I yeah. got bullied for that growing up. You know, it's tough. It's tough. It's like, you know, they're like, oh, like, you, know, you got a good looking mom, you know, blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm like, yeah, what do you think? How do you think I got here? <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 what, what happened to you? Yeah. Was your mom ugly? (laughs) Uh, I'm just joking. That was a a joke that... uh, I don't know if I just thought of it. Yeah. None of that was real. Oh, my mom is good looking. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, a
1: great looking woman. So is Bev. Shout out Bev. Shout out Jude's and Bev. Two
0: handsome women from the lands of Ontario. Yep. And... uh, Let's wrap it up. You know, per, yeah, you, perfect uh, one hour right there.
1: Perfect, perfect hour. Just Thanks for over. the 100. We'll see you next. Dude. We
0: go zero to nigga, real quick. Baby, you only rap to pay the bill, shit. And now i shit, not even a little bit. Oh, Lord, know yourself, know your worth, nigga. My actions being louder than my words, nigga I you soul, I been still sold down the earth, nigga Niggas wanna do it, we can do it on the turf, nigga Oh lord, I'm the rookie in the vet Shout out to the bitches I ain't holdin' down the set All up in my phone looking at pictures from the other night She gon' be upset if she keep scrolling to the left, Dog, She gon' see some shit that she don't wanna see She ain't ready for it, if I ain't the greatest then I'm headed for it Yeah, that mean I'm way up Yeah, the six ain't friendly but that's where I lay up shit a motherfucking layup. I been staff curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef curry with the pot, boy. 360 with the wrist, boy. Hey. Who the fuck niggas is, boy? OVO, man. We really with the shits, boy. Yeah.